Listen up, class. This is How Do We Human, the podcast where we talk about all the weird and uncomfortable micro-moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. I'm doing the funky chicken for some reason. (laughs) This is where my arms ended up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, this is good teacher, bad teacher. (laughs) (laughs) You see, when you break it down, Shakespeare is kind of like rap, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about <laughs> teaching, uh, uh, teaching others, being taught yeah. all oh my. S- and being tight. All sorts of wonderful <laughs> topics coming up on this episode of How Do We Human. But first, hey, Evan. Oh. Oh, How you doing? Yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the big, <laughs> the big unspoken about thing uh, in our like 20 minute chat leading up to this. I'm I'm less hurt now, but when Ooh. we were originally going to record this episode, I was <laughs> I was pretty stressed out. I, uh, as you know, I've been a comedy bang bang listener for over ten years. I, I yes. listened probably like a year or two into their uh, run. Uh, I've been a long-time listener. And uh, nowadays, you know, people submit little songs to go into the into the plugs segment. Yes. And I've always heard other people's songs. And I'm like, you know, every now and then something's really good. But most of the time, hey, these suck. <laughs> yes. And I have the hubristic thought, I could do better. And I've always known, of course. I could do better. And I always had a very specific thought of like, hey, if I ever were to do it, this is what I would do. And for whatever reason, part of it, I'll say, is they put up the CBB World website and made it much easier to submit one because then I don't have to tweet it out publicly, which would be further embarrassment. Uh, So I just was like, fuck it. I'll do it. It took me not too much time, maybe a collective 15, 20 minutes. And I submitted it, kind of thinking, well, you know, they get these clearly once per week, so they must be flowing through. They got bunches to get through. I probably won't hear this for a long time. Meanwhile, (laughs) two weeks later, I'm listening to an episode, and my plug theme happens, and I'm like, hey, this sucks just as bad as everyone else's. <laughs> and I hate that I did that. And and then he said my name. And I didn't realize <laughs> when you tweet it, it's attached to your handle. So they'll say your handle. Sure. Well, that could be anybody except me when my handle was Evan Andrew Cox. But you don't submit a name or anything. You're just dropping a file into Dropbox on there. I didn't realize it was going to be my name, but there's like, that's from Evan Cox. And I was like, fuck, people I know are going to hear this and they're going to like contact me and be like, that was good. I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) I don't know. I just started having an anxiety spiral full of regret because I'm listening to this episode. I really, really enjoyed. And then I entered the picture and nobody reacted to it. <laughs> there was no, like, ah, oh, that was funny. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know how else to explain it other than just I hate it and I wish I'd never done it. <laughs> uh, which is not not what I was expecting. I did get a, a text from former guest uh, Derek Lee Hood. Just a photo with the timestamp circled. <laughs> uh, but he said he enjoyed it and he was happy for me. So I'm like, well, someone enjoyed it. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that you are being <laughs> extra hard on it because, of course, I also listened to this episode. Yes. Um, I have not been listening to that podcast as long as you have. I started listening <laughs> at episode five hundred. Yeah. Um. So I've only been around for the last three hundred episodes or so. So nothing. Um, <laughs> so nothing. Yeah. Practically a nothing. drop in the bucket. Um. It's to collect but, like seven hundred hours of content. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I mean, especially with that 10th anniversary of those 10 hours Oh, long. God, yeah. Um, but uh, but I, I think that because you didn't hear, like, laughter, which happens very, very rarely with people's plugs themes. It is true. That you were like, I have failed. <laughs> but to me, the failure is when the guests and hosts... Uh, kind of ridicule the plugs. That is true. And Some people do get did not happen. Apart. That did not. All happen. that said, all that happened was uh, <laughs> they played your thing, and Scott Ackerman went, "Oh, short and sweet." That yeah. was from Evan Cox. Thank you, Evan Cox. That's it. I hated it. <laughs> it's like such a basic uh, thing. But I hated every second thing, of Evan. it. <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. I, after hearing it, decided, well, if Evan and I work together, we That's could true. probably have the best plugs theme <laughs> ever created. This so is dangerous ground, just have Chris. To work on one. Uh, if if you if you like put together some ideas and submit it under your name, <laughs> I will help produce the shit out of it. I'll pitch Great. some ideas. But this hurt me real bad. <laughs> and I don't want that to happen to you. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm a very self-conscious person. I don't like the sound of me. And I don't like being surprised by me entering a thing I enjoy. <laughs> it's like I'm rewatching Six Feet Under right now. And if in the middle of an episode, like I forgot, like, oh, I'm in this show. <laughs> <laughs> and just I came on and did one scene and then just left. Uh, that would make me very uncomfortable. So I don't know. Go listen to it, I guess, if you want. I'll, I'll, that, I'll plug it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to take up too with, much more uh, time. Jay Farrow, Bobby Moynihan, and Tim Baltz. Tim Baltz. Uh, so if you want to check that out. Oh, uh, golly jeepers. I, th- I, I don't. A little bit of <clears throat> Evan's music. I got to know how you're doing, but I, w- I, w- I just will say, like, I, I think a big part of the problem is that that, I, I don't know when they started doing plug themes. I don't remember. But it was years and years and years and years ago. And that originally was like, that's my thought. Because it's just me going, ta-da, <laughs> just saying plugs. And it's very quick. And I, if I had done it at the time, I think that would have been very, very funny. 
but I waited like seven, eight sure, years. You waited <laughs> way too long. And now it is more of a trend that people are doing short ones. And so it lost a lot of steam. But I don't know. I thought I might have been one of the greats. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was mean, I was shot back down to earth. I'm like, oh no, I'm I'm normal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's still uh, it's still good that you know you. It was a short and sweet. That's <coughs> that's true. I know that's where the ridicule worse, comes in. There's nothing worse than it being like 45 seconds of somebody Oof. else singing a song to try and promote their music career. Yeah, 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 Chris. <laughs> But I do want to welcome all of the uh, Comedy Bang Bang listeners that have found our podcast, thanks to Evan's... Uh, I'm sure that's Evan's exactly... They went, who is Evan Cox? Who is <laughs> found this? Me. I gotta find out. They, they would if There's generally two people that come up. I don't, like, come up, but I, I, I'll, I'm there. I'm in the mix. Uh, the other person they'll find, like, EvanCox.com, at least I haven't checked recently, is a real estate agent. So maybe they would assume it was me. And maybe they would find this podcast. Let's find out. So, Let's see if EvanCox.com is still a real still... estate agent. Uh, Evan Cox Consulting is what it redirects oh. to. Marketing strategy, copywriting, and websites. Okay. Ooh, I can either schedule a consultation or meet Evan. That's I'm going to click meet Evan right now. <laughs> Uh, well evan this guy looks nothing like you it's probably not him then it's probably me uh i'm never gonna get over this uh chris how you doing (laughs) uh i'm doing all right i have um this is last weekend my fiance and i went to do separate uh show business related activities oh her and her mom and her sister went to this like interactive play. Uh, they were doing The Tempest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I was like, I got to find something to do. So I went to see Creed 3 at nice. the movie theater. Yeah. And each of us had a bit of an awkward time. Oh, no. Um, First, I did the uh, express pickup for uh, like my snacks and stuff because I knew I was going on a weekend <laughs> during spring break. It's probably going to be packed. Can you do that uh, at a movie theater? Like, yeah. When you, you can order, order your, your tickets snacks? online, you huh. can just add on, hey, I want to pick up uh, popcorn and a drink. Um, Clever. So I did that. And uh, then it would have been faster to just wait in the line, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I get my stuff. I go watch the movie. The movie's pretty good, but um, there's a group of like seven or eight people. Yeah. Um, I mean, when the movie's first starting, they're like these three teenage kids that come in with their like backwards hats and they're like, whoa, there's like nobody in here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> these kids are going to be a nightmare. Um, <laughs> But they weren't. It was as yeah. the previews continue, a lot more people come into the theater. Um, 
and it's this group of seven or eight people in the back who are like jumping over seats uh laughing getting up and hitting each other in like a (laughs) playful sort of way but uh holy shit they were annoying uh and reminded me that i you should never go to an amc theaters on a saturday or sunday (laughs) weekday matinee showings and that's it Uh, it's a movie about boxing though so they're like we gotta box too (laughs) i mean if they had knocked each other out maybe that would have been okay (laughs) but they didn't i'd consider this whole experience a success (laughs) um and then so that was my awkward time watching uh a performance and as um as my fiance and her mom and sister are leaving their uh, production of the Tempest, you know, they've got their little playbills in hand or whatever, and everybody's <laughs> filing out of the theater and there's somebody at the exit um, with a stamp and they're just going stamp, stamp, you want a stamp? Um, and so, you know, the people in front of them put out their hands and the guy stamps their hands and my fiance was like, well, that's kind of weird to get a hand stamp leaving a place that, like, I mean, the show's over. Like, nobody's yeah. going to come back in. <laughs> uh, but they get up to the guy, and he's like, stamp? And they put out their hands, and he's like, oh, I guess it can be a hand stamp. That's fun. Um, <laughs> and then stamps their hands. And they're like, what do you mean? And he's like, it's for your playbill. I'm stamping the playbills. Oh, that's but hysterical. they had already all gotten hand stamps. <laughs> so they had to walk out with that badge of shame on the back of their hands. That's so funny. Maybe I'm like, I, you know, it's not like I'm going to the theater super often, but I've been to, I've been to some of these things, you know? Yeah. Uh, here in town. I've never experienced that before. I get the idea, and that is a nice idea. I assume it has the yeah. date on it or date and location, whatever. Uh, I've never seen that happen. <laughs> to just assume everyone immediately knows what you're talking about is nuts. Yeah, I agree. I've never seen that either. Um, but <laughs> what, a, what an whatever. interesting idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's hysterical. Uh, should we... Uh... Get into teaching. Yeah. Have you ever uh, been taught before? I've been taught, and I've been a teacher. Whoa. Both sides of the coin. Me too. I taught the uh, sixth grade across the board for six years. Is there another six in there that you can throw in? I was trying to think. Hmm. Six periods a day? I was actually, I'm far enough removed now. Not meaning like, I'm old. (laughs) I'm far enough removed from Satan. We could talk about this. There was a third six. (laughs) (laughs) No, but from like high school. The other day I was sitting there thinking like, Wait, how many periods were there in a school day? I couldn't remember, and I'm still not positive. Because I'm like, you got your lunch period in there. That doesn't count as a period. That doesn't count, no. I, is it six? Is it an even I six? I think it's six. That feels I crazy. I think that it's six. God dang. That's so long. Yeah. I I mean, it could be seven. 
I don't not, think I've ever. I'm not had a positive. Period. I think it must be six, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. That, that blew my mind. Like I just hadn't thought about that in a long time. Like you do it all through middle school and high school, and I'm just like, wait, how long was I there? I don't remember. But yeah, now that I, now that you say that, I feel like I do remember having sixth period. That sounds normal. I don't remember yeah. having seventh period, but maybe that's some wacky Arizona shit. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a minimum a minimum of six, and I think it was six. I'm just trying to do the like the math of when school started and when school ended. Right. Yeah. How I feel many like it's... periods would have fit in there? Was it? I want to. I feel like it was eight to like three thirty or four, which doesn't add up in my head. But what do right. I know? This isn't what oh, well. we're here to talk about. <laughs> we'll, we'll let it go. I, I did then just have the thought, though. I, this might just all be segues. Have the thought. Could you, let's say, most recent uh, senior year, do you think you could remember your six classes and the order they were in? Oh, that's a good question. Um... Something. I don't remember how my day started as a senior. I don't remember how my day started either. I remember my last class of the day was advanced composition, which was basically senior oh, English. Yeah. Um, but I, I know I would have taken my fourth year of German somewhere in the day. Yeah. I'm sure I would have had a math class. Um, I mean, you would have to assume that there's some sort of history-related class and some (laughs) sort of science-related class. This feels pretty broad. (laughs) I think it's fair to say you don't remember. And isn't that weird? That's true. I don't remember. You're right. It was a full fucking year of the same six classes or whatever it ends up being i'm pretty sure it's six now i can't remember i took uh whatever uh psychiatry (laughs) i took psychiatry (laughs) in high school psychology um but that's uh, yeah psychology spanish i did not have a gym class definitely had jazz band i feel like jazz band was second period that might be all i can remember I have no idea how I started or ended the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, I only remember the last class of the day. That's the only one that I can remember for sure. Listeners, let us know if you don't go cheating or chasing waterfalls. Uh, let us know if you can remember all six of your classes. And none of you high school listeners, you cheaters. <laughs> we got a lot of those. Uh, why have you? What have you taught people? And are and do you consider yourself a good teacher? Um, you know, I I think I used to consider myself a good teacher, and okay. now I'm not so sure. <laughs> uh, most of my teaching has been like on the job training new people. Oh, sure, um, I didn't even think about stuff. that. I've done a lot of that. Um, and I think that I used to be pretty good at that. Yeah. But recently, um, you know, with company hiring standards 
changing to be less uh uh we are asking less of new hires and it sure seems like at least for a while it was like do you have a pulse you're hired (laughs) um and so there are a lot of people who don't want to learn and want to stay training as long as possible because then they don't really have to be working which is the Um, sweet spot (laughs) and so i don't know like if you don't want to learn i am not a good teacher I cannot yeah. make it interesting for you. <laughs> I need you to meet me halfway. Same. That that is a big thing cuz I I've said in the past my dad was a teacher and uh well, you know we're all just trying to emulate our fathers. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've always had that in the back of my head like cuz especially like going to film school. That well, that's a stretch, you know. It's like yeah. I'm going to a school where I know there's a very slim outcome, where it's like I yeah, I'm a film director, and it's I make all the money in the world. So I've always had that thought of like I could teach, I could take up some. Uh, I think with the certificate I got, I could get grandfathered into some program at Shoreline College. I could take some extra classes and uh start teaching but i think it is a just uh i I keep using this word between these past two episodes hubris (laughs) it's a good word i love hubris but like it is harder than you would think and especially in that sort of situation where you've got a class full of people you're never gonna have a class full of people that everyone gives a shit about what you're saying it's always going to be someone or multiple someone's who really, really don't care. And how do you, what do you do? How do you go about that? I, 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 I can't make shit interesting either, except for that. If it came up and I could tell people that Shakespeare is like rap and then (laughs) do a performance, maybe of what Shakespeare might sound like. Yes. Uh, this is uh, if Lil Yachty <laughs> was in Shakespeare times. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm I'm in my element. <laughs> uh, have you done any other sort of uh, teaching situations, or um, is it mostly was- work related? It's mostly work related. I mean, this was technically still a job, but after um, I graduated from high school and for four years I had been on the um, speech and debate team that summer after high school, I had a brief job teaching like middle school kids who um, how to do certain like speech and debate activities. That's Um, interesting because that's very specialized. Yeah, and so that was another thing that, like, you know, for the most part, um, I felt like I was decent at. Um, And because it's a more specialized thing, like, more people were, like, excited to do it and wanted to be good at it. Yeah. uh, Which made it easier. I was also, I think I've mentioned I was the head writer of 
um the university tv station and right. so it yeah. was me and two other guys uh all as co-head writers and we were supposed to kind of teach also like uh like freshmen and sophomores how to be better at screenwriting and that was not something that i felt like i was good at um <laughs> because that in general is a, i mean i guess speech and debate would be similar but like to me it feels like there are so many having taken screenwriting classes there's so many directions people can want to go and yeah. so many different directions that can work depending on yes. the person uh yeah uh, it's a mix of pain. like i i don't want you to get I want you to still write the way you want to write. Yeah. But also if I'm going to have to read it, like I'm going to want it to be kind of like how I write. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not a fair thing to be able to teach. And there's so yeah. many quote unquote screenwriting rules that mm-hmm. um, like every script that gets made, breaks so so like i don't understand uh really what the point is yeah it's i mean it's it's screenplay to screenplay i feel like like uh where sometimes you'll read a screenplay and you go like hey this rule makes a lot of sense for what you just wrote (laughs) follow that rule but yeah anytime (laughs) you're trying to just follow all of the rules and output a screenplay it's it's a it's not fun (laughs) yeah and uh b it's not good it's gonna come out pretty dry uh i'd like to teach you about something and the listeners because i have a little update this happened yesterday okay april fool's day well okay now and I'm already on edge. <laughs> it, don't worry, Evan. Twas I who was the fool. Okay. Um, I was walking into Best Buy um, to purchase M3 Gin on Blu-ray. Okay? Awesome. A pretty simple task. Yeah. And I see people with a booth set up outside, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have to figure out. An exit strategy. Um, but, you know, they call out to me and they're like, hey, hope you're having a good Saturday. And I was like, hey, you too. <laughs> and they said, oh, I like your jacket. And I said, oh, thanks. And then I walk in. I buy M3 again. Um, I was also like, oh, man, I, I've been looking for new toothbrush heads because I could have sworn that I bought them. Um, and now I can't find them. So I must've used them all. Then I bought them. And when I got home, I was like, I'm going to put them right here. So I don't forget. And when I went to put them in that spot, there was another full box of them that I had not used, (laughs) but was sitting in plain sight. And I didn't see until it was too late. Anyway, (laughs) I'm getting ready to leave Best Buy. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I wait for a human shield do i pretend <laughs> i'm on the phone yeah do i go uh a different direction and loop all the way around the parking lot to get to my car yeah i don't know what to do just start but they were start running before yeah you i hit thought the about door. that too i thought about <laughs> that too 
Um, and I'm able to see the booth from inside the store. Yeah. There's only one guy at the booth now. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I got, this is my chance to get away. And I go through the door and then I'm T-boned by that second guy. And no! Like, hey, before you go, have you heard about the Parker Project? I was going <laughs> to ask <laughs> because they said, hope you have a good Saturday. Yes, <laughs> like, it's I, them. This sounded familiar, but they said it right, Parker Program. That's the thing, Evan. It's not the Parker Program. <laughs> it is the Parker Project. Oh, but he said Parker Package. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. He said Parker Package and then said Parker Program. So he was wrong both times in my I story. I guess he was wrong both times, yeah. But this Parker is the project. Parker Project. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> here, so the Parker Project, yes. uh, you know, he had already cornered me, and I felt like for the podcast, I needed to hey, hear what it was about. We gotta know. <laughs> so, uh, it is a charity... Uh, designed to help families um, with financial aid that are uh, dealing with um, like pediatric battles with cancer is essentially the, the broad spectrum of it. Um, And, you know, because he had cornered me and gave me his whole spiel, I felt like I had to give him some money. So I did. Um, and on the way back, uh, or when I got back home, I was like, let's Google some things. Now that we know more about the company, let's try to figure out if it's a scam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because many charities that post up outside businesses are scams. Not all me, of them, but a lot of them. We literally just drove past something and we're like, oh, that sounds cool. And I still looked it up and it's like, oh, that's just. The Church of Scientology. <laughs> they just have like this side hustle that has a different name. So you don't realize what you're getting into. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Glad we looked that up. Yeah. Uh, so I, um, the, the smart thing, I guess, in a way, because you and I experienced this when we tried to research the charity um although we had the name wrong when we were doing it uh that that would have helped (laughs) but not really because there are so many different charities and foundations called the parker project interesting so it's extra hard to fact check um you know on reddit there are people asking is this a scam or not yeah and there's like one guy who seems very anti-parker project that comments on all of them but that's just one guy. And yeah. so I don't know if I can trust one guy on Reddit. That feels like something you shouldn't trust. That's uh, that's a good logic. <laughs> but there's also a bunch of people on TikTok that I guess are making videos. But because I don't <laughs> have TikTok, I can't watch any of them to okay. find out. All right. And I'm not going to download TikTok. That seems like a mistake. Yeah. Um, so as of right now, um, jury's out on the Parker Project as a legitimate charity. From what I found, it seems like it's it's sort of legit and sort of a scam. Okay. Where the that people like who are charities. 
Yeah. Where <laughs> there's definitely some of the money goes to families with uh, pediatric cancer cases. Okay. Uh, but um, everyone who is out there um, canvassing, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, gets to take a cut of the money okay. uh, for themselves. And the percentage of that cut uh, seems to vary <laughs> depending <laughs> on what you look at. So, okay. um, but that is now we know how do we human mystery has been solved. That's great. Uh, the Parker project is a charity um, about uh, families dealing with cancer. That feels like a side podcast maybe that goes to the patreon too how do we human mysteries i like it i feel like out there (laughs) and we're gonna find it i feel like uh i learned you taught hooray you taught well uh even if a portion of what you were teaching was i don't i don't know <laughs> yeah but if any teacher I don't have all the facts i think if okay. any teacher in high school had told me that i would have been like okay i trust you yeah yeah <laughs> uh maybe shakespeare is like rap <laughs> uh okay 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 now i feel uh, teaching wise getting back to teaching stuff i feel very similar to what you're saying there is something about like when you've been doing a job for a while and you're just like training a new employee that i do feel like an expert unless it's a job that i'm like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing (laughs) 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 which is i mean there is a uh, (laughs) here's a great example of where i don't like teaching was going back to my uh my very brief foray into actually working in television as a pa on that animal planet show and i got there and there was the head pa there's a word for that but the head pa was like doling out work to me and one other guy and i didn't know this ahead of time but they told me i like drove one of them home and they were like yep that was a wrap for me and the other guy so just you now (laughs) what (laughs) so the rest of the shoot was me the next day was just me so i'm like all right that's fine i learned fortunately i was like listening to what they were saying what i needed to be doing i'm doing it and then after that there was a guy under me i was the head pa now and i had to teach him what to do and it was that vibe yes. of like i was teaching him, me but the me. subtext was i don't know what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know get get everyone some coffee people like coffee go go to the grocery <laughs> store <laughs> I, I was an awful <laughs> i should teach no one but when it is like walgreens i taught former guest uh maya samaha taught her how to use the cash register i was like i fucking got this <laughs> here we go <laughs> i'm the boss now you push this button and then you push that button i taught you and it was easy to teach because it's easy to learn uh but it does feel good it feels good to yeah. be good at teaching it feels bad to be bad at teaching and i i've learned my flaws and a part of that is i when i'm teaching 
someone how to do something, I start going really, really fast. I do not have the <laughs> skill of stopping at each step, making sure, sure they understand. It's I just run through <laughs> in record speed, get to the end and go, did you catch all that? And they say, nope. <laughs> Uh, so I feel like, yeah, it is something I think I could learn and sure, but you, yeah, you'd like to think you wouldn't have to learn how to teach. Uh, I think that but I think I definitely do. Uh, I'll say that in my current job, there's definitely, um, a lot of us who train are set up for failure. And this yeah. is, from my understanding, not necessarily a company-wide issue as much as it's a our uh, personal manager issue. Yeah. Um, as with a lot of things that I don't need to talk about on <laughs> mic, uh, a lot of problems can be traced back to him. But anyways, um, uh because our job is very fast paced, you got to do things on time. Um, you know, a lot of us have asked, Hey, when we get someone brand new, can you give us like a couple hours to just like shadow other people so that I can explain yeah. what is happening, what the terminology is. Totally. Um, and they can see kind of what I'm talking about, and then we can go into like actually working, doing it, and and doing the process. Um, but right now it's like, oh, you got somebody brand new. You better show them how to do this full job really fast. Yeah, we gotta get it done. There they're gonna go. And they're never gonna learn it. <laughs> um. And the the manager asked me once, he was like, oh, how's training going? And I was like, well, it'd be better if we could do it this way. And he was basically just like, shrug, in a perfect world, yeah. It's like, well, then don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, don't, just sit in your office, dude. <laughs> uh, and he does. But anyway... <laughs> uh that is that's uh yeah I, there's definitely like uh you know I, there's a reason that so many teachers um are uh uh irritated with various school boards yeah. or other powers oh, yeah. above them <laughs> because they are often set up for failure for sure uh yeah i th well and it's also nowadays we know so much more about how like just speak about kids but it goes for the same for employees but people learn at different paces and people learn different yes. ways in a workplace scenario like that there are some people who will come in and just be like no i do i learned on the job like yeah let me like do it alongside you for 10 minutes and then i'm good to go and there's some people that that sounds like a fucking nightmare. They're like, give me a book. Yes. Let me sit in a dark room with training videos for six hours. <laughs> yeah. And I learn great that way. That's a, uh, hey, I'm, I'm sorry if that is you. That's not, that's not a fun way to live life. But <laughs> Yeah. The, the, uh, the general, the terminology that uh, our company uses a little bit is um, like, 
show me, guide me, and then let me, which is you show them how to do the job. Yeah. Then you let them, but you're guiding them, and then you just let them do the job. Um, you as the teacher are like, what happened to let me do this job? <laughs> how I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. it sticks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had an experience where I was glad that someone had been trained well. Uh, nice. This happened two days ago. Look, Boom. It's so good that we had to postpone this episode for multiple uh, times. Like a whole week <laughs> because now I got a bunch of stories. Hey! Uh, I flew to um, uh, Phoenix to visit my mom. We went to go see Rob Reiner speak at uh, oh. like a little event or whatever um and what a great time for me and my very conservative mother to find out for the first time that trump had been indicted (laughs) 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 what an awkward car ride home that was (laughs) uh, anyway uh i'm flying back on friday we all get on the plane i get in my little window seat we uh we take off we hit ten thousand feet oh you may now use your portable electronic devices Fuck yeah. and then there's a big boom <laughs> a shake <laughs> the airplane shakes and kind of tilts back and oh, forth a little bit boy. and then just you know it's like a, it's a very brief like like when oh, you hit blue. really bad turbulence and you kind of go down for a second yeah. that like amusement park fall sensation yeah um and then levels out fine and the flight attendant uh gets on the pa system and is like everything's fine situation normal (laughs) um and all the passengers are all kind of like the hell it is (laughs) um uh but the then the captain comes on the radio or on the pa and he's like uh Hey everybody, you know, in the, in the pilot voice. Hey everybody, nah. is your captain speaking? Uh, you know, we uh, we just lost our first engine. Uh, you probably <laughs> heard it. Um, uh, kind of explode there on the left side. <laughs> uh, he said the word explode. He said the word explode. Is, <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was like, we've got it under control. The plane's flying just fine. Uh, Boeing makes one hell of an airplane yeah. was another thing that he said oh, uh, he was like we've got that engine shut down um, uh, before it overheats and catches fire um, so we're going to return to the Phoenix airport uh, we'll get you on the ground here in just a minute right now we're going through some checklist things but uh, we'll get you back uh, on the runway here in a little bit um, but this is he was like you know this is Something that we train for, um, uh, something that uh, we were very well prepared for. Uh, this has actually happened once to me before, uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, we trust us. Uh, thanks for your for your patience and your uh, understanding. We'll get you back on the ground here shortly. So uh, that was a very. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it felt like. I mean, we we kind of got back on, uh, no problem. Nobody had to brace for impact or anything. It was Yeesh. it was a tense but smooth, like re landing back at the airport. Yeah, 
Um, and then we got off that plane, got onto a different plane, and then flew back to uh, Burbank. But wow, it was uh, that was. I'm glad that somebody was paying attention in class. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that is one of the few times where the plane lands, and I'm like, all right, everybody can clap. <laughs> Okay, get it out of let's get it out of our systems. <laughs> wow, that's intense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't say. It's like, is this how I die? Playing the <laughs> same fucking dadish level over and over again that I can't pass. Oh, <laughs> uh, I haven't. Uh, I, I got you playing uh, dadish a few weeks ago, and I'm just realizing I haven't played that on a plane before. That's a perfect little playing game. Yes, oh yeah, it was great. I, I, I passed a lot of levels on the plane. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is horrifying. But glad everything worked out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, uh, going back to pilot speak. Uh, I guess I kind of always just talk like that. Maybe I'm a natural born pilot. Maybe you're a natural pilot. Maybe. You make me feel like a, There's a <laughs> natural pilot. <laughs> this is a good plug, Steve. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, but <laughs> anyways, um, you know, there is a pilot shortage. So maybe you should uh, hey. maybe you should check it out. Check it out. Podcast bubble bursts. <laughs> Maybe it's time <laughs> to become a pilot. Time to, yeah, take to the skies. Uh, on the. Uh, so, uh, uh, <laughs> why can't I get this sentence out? A world where there's a lot of teaching, where, a world where I should be teaching that I'm not. Okay. Because I could be making all sorts of extra money. And it's been requested on me several times. Can you teach me how to play guitar? And my answer is always, no, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I've been playing guitar since I was 11 or 12. uh, And I would love to teach others how to play guitar. I would make a lot of extra money doing that on the side. And I would love to just pass on that joy. That's my favorite little hobby. I don't think I can do it. And granted, I may be hesitant to try because my only experience really is like I taught my sister how to play bass because I was like, we got to learn how to play Smells Like Team Spirit together. <laughs> and I felt like I'm not it. Maybe I'll, maybe we'll have to ask her. She listens to the podcast. How was I as a teacher? So maybe I should be teaching guitar. But it's very when I think it's the when you don't know what you're doing, it sucks to have to teach someone. When you're really comfortable with what you're doing, it feels okay. It feels like good. Like I'm confident I could pass this on. But when I feel like not that I feel like I'm an expert at guitar. But I feel like I just, I can do it 100%. I don't think about how I'm doing it ever. I'm not reading Mm. music to play guitar. I can play by ear. Uh, It's almost a level of too high of confidence. This is where I start going too fast. 
It's like a person comes to you. They're just like, I have a guitar. I have no idea how I'm going to do it. And I'm like, well, let's start by playing this chord. (laughs) I can't do that. My fingers hurt. I'm like, okay. Well, let's go home and work on that for (laughs) a few weeks. Yeah. I don't know. It stresses me out. I don't, I don't, I, I've come to the conclusion. I just don't think I have it in me to be a good guitar teacher. Yeah. Um, I mean, having taught other people like on the job and things like that, I definitely empathize with teachers who would come in one day and be like, we're just going to watch a movie. You guys. <laughs> yes. uh, I absolutely empathize with that so much more. I mean, I definitely was always like, oh, hell yeah, movie day when I movie was a, a student. Yeah. But now I really understand why we had movie days yeah. uh, now that I'm older. Let's break this up. Um, Real quick, and I do, of course, have a quick quiz for us. Uh, but first, as a, a last thing on my notes, uh, you know, I gotta talk to those Florida parents out there. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we gotta pander to them a little bit. Has there ever been a time where you were taught something in school um, and either you or your parents were like, I don't think I should be learning this. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened, but I definitely in high school had a teacher who wanted, he, I've talked about him before, he ended up getting fired because <laughs> people didn't think he was very nice. <laughs> but I think there was also an element of this that he very much, he was a history teacher and that's always, hey, that's the, that's the tough one. Either you can teach what the book says or you can go like, by the way, <laughs> this is actually what happened. And he was very much one of those teachers, uh, which I thought was great. Uh, and I'm sure, I don't know, maybe some parents did have a problem with some of the stuff he was teaching, which was true. <laughs> just, a bunch, yeah. just a bunch of true stuff from history. Uh, but no, I don't remember that ever being a thing where it was like i learned something and then went home and said mommy is it okay that i learned this (laughs) (laughs) i think maybe the closest would would uh, what like getting to that age where i started learning about presidents and like what it means to be a democrat what it means to be a republican which presidents were democrats which were republicans and knowing like growing up my parents were republicans i don't believe they are anymore but hey that's their business but uh knowing that and then knowing like the presidents that we look back at as good and bad is like well did you like richard nixon (laughs) but (laughs) what about jfk so it's like i don't know that is a place like learning stuff at school where i brought home and like asked my parents some questions but yeah i don't i don't know that was never a thing yourself I don't know, maybe Arizona, hotter topics, hotter climate. Sure, I mean, Arizona has definitely had some uh, educational controversies in the last uh, 20 years or so, but um, I definitely remember um, when I would come home after 
after uh, certain history classes. I had a government class. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was back when it was like my thoughts about the world are like, well, I've trusted my parents to give me all the correct right. information about everything else. So this must be uh, correct as well. Um, and a lot of what I was learning was uh, in opposition to uh, traditional right. conservative and Republican thought. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I think that then I was my parents and I were like, oh, man, this sucks. <laughs> but it was never like, let's go to the school board and and uh, and cause a problem. It yeah. was like, just answer how you think the teacher will grade you the best. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the yeah. advice I was given. That, that always kind of felt me too, like, just, you know, pass your classes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I took a race and ethnic relations class in college oh, wow. uh, that was like very um more than any other high school class was very against what my parents uh yeah, their yeah. republican thought had uh, taught me uh, but that was another like well just pass the class yeah. just pick pick whatever answer makes white people look the worst was basically <laughs> the, like my thought process <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but I, this only happened in the last year or so, but when I was in high school, I had a, I took sociology and I Mm -hmm. loved that teacher. But one of the things that I remember was when we were talking about like marriage and relationships in society and, and sociological impact of those things. Yeah. He was basically like, I really recommend that everybody, um, live with someone uh like for a year before you get married so that you really can like get learn what those differences are and yeah. deal breakers and things and when i was going to move in with my girlfriend and um uh i told my mom that we were thinking of moving in together and you know that this was another thing that it didn't seem like I was doing things the right way. Uh, you get married first, and then you figure out all the things you don't like about yeah. each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, That's but, how we uh, did it. I, <laughs> yeah, I told uh, I told her I was like, well, you know, something that I was told by my sociology professor, and then has been like backed up in the by other sources in yeah. the decades since i took that class um (laughs) it's like it's good to take like a big uh international vacation if you can with Mm, uh, a partner good to live with someone for an extended period of time to really like find out what people are like when uh, the walls have all come down essentially <laughs> i was trying to remember um, what's the, from the real world when people stop being uh, fake start being real i don't remember i uh, edit point <laughs> <laughs> um oh. but i told her that uh that those were stop being polite like. when people stop being polite and start being real it was worth going back for. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Edit it back in. 
Uh, but uh, anyway. um, so I told her those things and then uh, was like, well, that's part of why I think that we should live together. And she was like, yeah. I can't believe that teachers are teaching those things. That shouldn't be allowed. Whatever. Interesting. Just move to Florida. <laughs> um, uh also, hey, uh, I think we can all agree that all teachers should have guns, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple. Multiple. Yeah. Yeah. Every teacher when, during an active shooter situation, every teacher should be able to, you know, throw their arms to the sides and then a pistol comes out of each sleeve yeah. and settles in their hands and they're like, you know. Uh, shooter dismissed and then they open fire <laughs> for every bad guy with the gun there should be an exhausted like 62 year old kindergarten teacher with a gun <laughs> give me that I love bumper it. sticker <laughs> uh, uh, alright is it quiz time uh, yeah I guess <laughs> I have one more story but we are running long uh maybe i'll i'll find a way to sneak it into a different episode interesting yeah that's okay this is this is a 10 question quiz that is timed at four minutes great um would you like me to share the screen with you is that easier if you think it would be beneficial for the quiz if it's... Okay, I'll do that. It's a Sporkle quiz. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. If it's timed, is... yeah, go ahead and throw it up. Okay. It is um, uh, a an are you smarter than a fifth grader awesome. quiz. Great. Um, Doubt it. So as I... I know. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, me, uh, let me share this screen with you. I can zoom in if it's... If that's easier. No, nah, I can um, read that. Okay, cool. I'm not um, gonna look at it until the time starts. All right. I'll I'll we'll start when we agree, uh, I'll hit start, but I'll tell you what the categories are to kind of okay. give you an idea Ooh. of what we're gonna be looking at. All right. We're looking at first grade geography, first grade grammar, second grade measurements, second grade astronomy, third grade US history, third grade earth science. Fourth grade music, fourth grade social studies, fifth grade literature, and fifth grade anatomy. Awesome. All right. I I now feel an extreme amount of pressure that I'm not going to have the the music one right. (laughs) Okay. Well, I am going to. To be fair, we didn't counting on you on that one. (laughs) We didn't have music in fourth grade. I didn't have a music class. Okay. 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 So okay. maybe I don't know this. Okay, Pep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm ready when you are. Okay. All right. Here we go. What U.S. state lies the farthest west? Is that Alaska? Or oh, is it Hawaii? <laughs> see, now this is, yeah, that's a trick question. Depends where I start. I guess going by a map of the world. Yeah, because that does that. I tip guess of Alaska would... go further than the end of Hawaii, <laughs> or is Shit. Hawaii further out Hawaii, than I think it is? I mean, compared to Alaska, Hawaii is pretty fucking small. 
an Alaska reach is pretty far out. I kind of want to say Alaska, but I think it, it, in my, I don't know. I'm going to say it's Alaska. Minutes. We got it. Hey, all right. What is the past tense of fight? Fought. Fought. Spencer's dad is six feet tall or two of what unit? Is that a yards? Oh, yards. Yes. More than 99% of the mass in our solar system is contained in what heavenly body? Heavenly body. body. <laughs> is that the Milky Way? Is that what that is? Is that a heavenly body? This is a weirdly, weirdly worded question. Oh, it is. Uh, it is God. The, <laughs> <laughs> the galaxy. I don't know. The, I guess, the sun. <laughs> well, I guess we're talking. Oh, is it? Mass. Is it Jupiter? Is that what that means? Or no? The sun. Yeah, the it sun. Was the there sun. we go. Okay. Yeah, because it's like all dense in the middle. Okay. Uh, back to presidents. Uh, who was the fourth U.S. president? Was that John Quincy Adams? You got those early. Well, I don't. I think we might have to no, type the whole thing out. It's not John Quincy Adams. Is it uh, Madison? Yeah, it's okay. Madison. Aurora Borealis is named for what natural phenomenon? Phenomenon. The Northern Lights. Oh, I would have. I. I mean, that feels backwards. <laughs> <laughs> the Northern Lights feels like the knockaround name for it. What term refers to the relative speed of a piece of music? What term refers to the? Oh, the well. If you never always like a girl with that, but the uh, tempo. Good job. Uh, the federal agency that oversees much of our public lands is called the BLM. What does BLM stand for? Bureau of Land Management. Hey, nice. I <laughs> did not know that. You're ready to say Black Lives <laughs> Matter. <laughs> Kevin's favorite book is the 1850 novel David Copperfield. Who wrote it? Old Charlie Dickens, or yeah, Charles Dickens. <laughs> I tried to get, <laughs> tried to tried get to clever. Get a little too funny. I tried to get clever. <laughs> All right, we have a minute and fifteen seconds we to answer this, this last Let's question. Go. In humans, the pituitary gland is attached by a stalk to what internal organ? Oof! Is that the brain? <laughs> Seems. Likely, it's the brain. Okay. We got it. <laughs> all right, hey, we we That's actually good. got all those correct. Although, if we were on the actual game show, we would have right. been eliminated because we, we would have missed uh, the president a couple different ways and the heavenly body and the heavenly body. <laughs> we were too distracted, I think, by um the phrase heavenly body heavenly body fucked me up (laughs) and to be not to be like yes of course i'm smarter than a fifth grader my first instinct was the sun but man heavenly body fucked me up is the sun a heavenly body (laughs) what's the definition of a heavenly Uh, body this must be i just i got distracted by um uh let me look up the quote but there's a quote from the lego movie that's uh uh, that was distracting me. So this genuinely is a thing. It, it's the same thing as saying celestial body. I just feel like that would have made more sense to me. A heavenly body is an aggregation of matter in the universe, such as a planet, star, or nebula that can be considered as a single unit. Now we know. Got it. Um, now we're smarter yeah, than a fifth grader. The, the Lego movie uh, Lando Calrissian pulls up in the Millennium Falcon, and he's hitting on Elizabeth Banks's character, and Great. 
<laughs> says this might be the right galaxy after all because I see a heavenly body. <laughs> I didn't know that that was a, a term used. Uh, but hey, I feel pretty good about our collective intelligence. Our collective intelligence. Uh, we gotta head out to trivia night. We're hot. We're heating yeah, up. I mean, I don't know how we would have done if we took it individually. If we both would have gotten ten out of ten, but together we got a ten out of ten. This yeah. podcast is smarter than a fifth grader. Yeah, that's something we that's, learned. That's what's important. <laughs> uh yeah i was scared that music one did stress me out because i'm like i mean talking about time signature or beats per minute i was like tempo definitely tempo ah, oof, oof. i know what's up i know what's up babes uh and you know what's up because you're listening to us babes <laughs> uh people that don't listen to us they're not in the know and you know what we'd love for you to do teach them teach your children well <laughs> to listen to us how do we human and go <laughs> onto apple music and spotify and leave reviews and ratings <laughs> is this going well <laughs> see this this would have had scott ackerman and jay farrow and bobby moynihan and tim Baltz rolling some fun rolling laughing uh, I'll just nope. cut cut this out and just send it in. Fuck it. I'm, <laughs> gonna, the whole I'm just going to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> now go to Spotify, go to Apple Music. You can find us at any podcast place you like to listen to your podcast. You can go to YouTube even. We're there. Uh, and do leave us a rating, leave us a review, and please do tell your friends uh, that we're funny. We are funny. And maybe someday we'll have t-shirts. I, keep, I can't stop thinking about it. I know. We got a lot of good ideas. Anyways, uh, you can also find us on social media, and we'd love it if you did. Uh, we're we're out there, out in those social streets. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at How Do We Human. We got that handle, babe. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at How Do We Human. Uh, I don't think you're ready for that handle. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can find <laughs> us on YouTube at How Do We Human. Uh, gotta get that end up. <laughs> uh, and you can leave us a leave us an old email if you just if you don't want it to be a public thing. You know, you want to just talk with us. Tell us something. Tell us you don't think we're smarter than fifth graders. You can do that at our email. How do we human pod at gmail dot com. The best part of that handle is that it's an email. <laughs> That uh, I I I feel like it's a fifty fifty shot, and I could guess that was Sean Connery or Admiral Akbar. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Evan. It started as Sean Connery, <laughs> and then it probably became Admiral Akbar. Well, I mean, we can all say that's the trap. Oh, reference! It's pretty good. Pretty good, Chris. <laughs> Should we get a t-shirt that just says reference and an exclamation point? <laughs> that, is, that is also kind of funny. I've got the master sheet up right there. I'm adding it. Reference. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Our public shop is going to be hopping. Get ready. Uh, Chris. The wickedly talented <laughs> public. <laughs> what do you got going on? 
hey, you all have seen the news. Uh, showrunner Mike Fleiss is leaving The Bachelor. Oh. Fucking give me that job. <laughs> Evan, what do you have going that. on? I've not seen that news, but I similarly uh, similarly didn't have a book. <laughs> So I've. Uh, what are you talking about? I that was know. so thought out. <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, I want people to come off of that show and still, uh, you know, have all sorts yep. of deep rooted, deep rooted trust issues and uh, and uh, uh, other sorts of mental health problems because of the <laughs> the show that I've put them through. But I want them to walk away being like. Hey, but that Chris seemed like a good guy. Seemed like a good guy. We'd like to have him on and Bachelor I'd in Paradise. I'd love to come back for Bachelor in Paradise. Get him behind the bar with that guy everybody loves. Yeah. Serve some drinks. Wells. Wells. Uh, no, yeah, you're coming in. You're riding off of plugs you've given in the past. Everyone knows you want yes. this. I'm not going to do that. I went to ChatGPT and asked oh, it no. to come up with a new invention related to teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's what we got i'm just gonna read this straight through a smart toothbrush uh, that uses artificial intelligence and computer vision technology to analyze a person's brushing habits and provide personalized feedback on how to improve their oral hygiene the toothbrush would be in- equipped with a small camera and sensors that capture data on the angle and pressure of the brush strokes as well as the duration and frequency of brushing this data would be processed by the ai algorithm to create a customized oral hygiene profile for the user Based on this profile, the toothbrush could provide real-time feedback on how to improve brushing technique, such as suggesting areas that need more attention, reminding the user to brush for the recommended two minutes, and even gamifying the experience to make brushing more fun and engaging. In a addition, the toothbrush could connect to a smartphone app that tracks the user's brushing progress over time, provides personalized recommendations for toothpaste and mouthwash based on their specific oral health needs. Overall, this smart toothbrush could revolutionize the way people approach oral hygiene by providing personalized, data-driven feedback that helps them maintain healthy teeth and gums. Well, I look forward to that. <laughs> like everything else I've had them uh come up with it sounds exactly like something i would have come up with on my own you know (laughs) sounds like one of my plugs (laughs) i um i don't know how i feel about chat gpt coming up with you know jobs for its ai friends i know know i was gonna say this is a nepo Nepo toothbrush let's say maybe an ai enters the picture Uh, I'm gonna take that, and I'm AI's gonna... already in your phone. How about <laughs> you put it in your mouth? That is a good tagline. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> to to <laughs> That's the T-shirt, everybody, <laughs> to personalize it. Uh, I'll try to next week. I'm gonna come up with my own idea for a toothbrush that uses AI, but it's gonna use it in a different way. Believe you me, it's gonna have that little Evan okay. uh, spin on it. Oh yeah, yeah. That spit. That's that classic Evan spit. Yeah, the the cock spit. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>